Can I ask you something? I handed him another plate. That depends on what you want to know. I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything. I'm honestly curious. Jacob assured me. Fine, go ahead. He paused for half a second. What's it like having a vampire for a boyfriend? I rolled my eyes. It's the best. I'm serious. The idea doesn't bother you? It never creeps you out? Never. He was silent as he reached for the bowl in my hands. I peeked up at his face. He was frowning, his lower lip jutting out. Anything else? I asked. He wrinkled his nose again. Well, I was wondering, do you, you know, kiss him? (laughs) I laughed. Yes! He shuddered. Ugh. To each their own, I muttered. You don't worry about the fangs? I smacked his arm, splashing him with dishwater. Shut up, Jacob! You know he doesn't have fangs! Close enough. He muttered. I gritted my teeth and scrubbed a boning knife with more force than necessary. elementary school when teachers would clap. I never experienced this until I was um, an adult um, at like um, camp when I was when they I They clapped at, camp. at you? No, not at me. Oh. I, like other adults also knew this to, to wrangle children and I was like, what? We do this to wrangle children? So they clapped and you just heard all the children clap back and you were I like, mean, what I, is that? No, I immediately understood what was going on. I just thought, huh, I, I never did that. I was a perfect child. What about at school assemblies? How um, did they get all the first graders' attention? I assume they just yelled at us. Chris, I'm upset. I think I I don't think we should do this podcast. I turned out. I don't think we should do this. I I swear, I turned out okay. Listen, I just my brows are so furrowed. And let me tell you, your brow furrower did a great job. Thank you. Is that like getting them threaded? No, but opposite. (laughs) But opposite. Yeah, they. Thread my butt. butt hairs. Yeah. Idiot. I hate to put you on blast, but Maggie does have a hairy butt. This is so rude. <laughs> As if you've seen my hairy butt. <laughs> oh, I can tell. Listen, um. When you sit down, it's like a. It's just like a soft cushioned landing. It's yeah, like I, forgot, I forgot that cushion. there's. I forgot that there's feet of hair back there in ponytails. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except now they're threaded, so. Right. Looks I don't great. know what threading does, so I don't know what my butt looks like, but they told me that it was better. Oh, okay, good. I think threading is... And they... I can't get a mirror back there. No. No. Every mirror shatters. Yeah. And it has to put, gaze upon Once, thine hairy ass. Yeah, I tried this to pay... This is my favorite Chaucer poem. I tried to pay a witch a peddler... To get a magic mirror that wouldn't break. Right. So I could see my ass. <laughs> right. And I paid a lot. Cans and cans of beans. Yeah. And it it cracked. Yeah. Down the middle and it... Looks like it, a butt? No, it like made a- like the sound of a child crying. Oh. So I don't know what I let loose into the world, but I do think it may have caused... 
Oh, no. Coronavirus. Ah, there we go. And just like, maybe that was the beginning of homophobia. Like, maybe... Maybe that's what did that it. That was what did it. That's, that's what... I am a thousand years old. Um, welcome to our podcast, Edward is a Vampire. It's a podcast about Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. Oh, I'm trying out a new thing. What is that? Get out. (laughs) Okay. Okay, forget it. I was going to ask who was the first homophobe? (laughs) It's not, was it Adam? It's probably Adam and Steve. I think um, probably Caesar. Oh, it took all the way until uh, uh, Caesar. Or maybe it was Brutus because Caesar's like. Because the rope. You too, Brutus. Really? <laughs> oh, you know? so it was internalized. It was internalized. Caesar went, you too, Brutus. Really? <laughs> really, Brutus? <laughs> um, that pre- sort of fucked Brutus. <laughs> pretty good take. Um, alternatively, right. raptors. The dinosaurs? Yeah, brontosauruses, um, chill with homo... homo, homo. The homos. Thank you. They're cool with the homos. Uh, raptors... Don't fuck with that because they have such a homogeneous culture that they're like, if we let homosexuality into our culture, uh, or boy raptors won't have any reason to talk to girl raptors, and then there will. But be as no we learned from Jurassic raptors. Park, the female dinosaurs they ended up mating anyways. Yeah, but like, and all the raptors were girls too. Dudes, dude ones. I'm talking about real life. Oh, I see. Speaking of real life, um, my answer was going to be Neanderthals. They hated homo sapiens, homophobes. I see. Ah. Stretch? Yeah, I think probably when, you know that fish that crawled out of the ocean? Yeah, that one. I think he was just like a raging, flaming (laughs) gay. And he's like, I gotta get out of the water. And what, yeah, exactly. He had to get out of the water and move to New York. And he vogued onto land. Yeah. He, flop, 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 flop. His fans flop, flopping. Flop. And then something that was already there, like maybe God, was like, oh no, honey. There's no space for you <laughs> and here. And shoot him back down. And shoot him back into the... Do you think this is And what- that's how we got um, seahorses. Which are the gayest The gayest creature of the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, do you think this is what Ann Coulter thinks that... um, Our podcast is about? Yeah. I was going to say that like liberals want to teach children in schools. The the fish that crawled out of the ocean is gay? Yeah. I think Ann Coulter is too worried about us teaching evolution, period. So we would get to, there's a fish that crawled out of the ocean, and she would be like, first of all, that's insane. Fish? This isn't Harry Potter. <laughs> and then she would be like... Go on a rant about the old HP. Exactly. Yeah. And not computers. <laughs> Dell. Yeah. Your turn. Acer. Oh, I did it. I'm naming... Um, Apple? PC brands, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Because you hadn't defined the pattern yet. Right. You could have been just naming Welcome. Oh, this is our second episode in a row of our pattern pod. Patterns. Patterns. Robert. Pattern, patterns, pattern, pod, pod, pattern, pattern, pod. We spoke over each other. Two very good jokes. Okay. You go Pattinson, Rob, Robert Patterson. Patterson. I was saying pattern, pattern, pod, pod, pattern, pattern, pod. Um, speaking of pattern, do you think this was, this, yep. do you think this has been enough pattern for us to begin talking about Twilight? No, I think that the folks at home would like to know more about us. I think, uh, well, so far we've told them nothing about us and everything about um, a jumbled word bag of mania. Um, I 
think they want to know that in the studio we have a new setup. We realize um, that we have we own a table and we haven't used it. Yeah, so we're now on our table, um, which because I'm sitting on the couch comes up to my shoulders. I look like a tiny girl at dinner. She's a tiny girl at dinner, and I'm. Uh, uh, I'm just old enough to say no. I don't want a booster seat. Please. <laughs> but yes, she's not I old still enough want to know crayons. We're really talking over each other with our best material. Yeah, I'll separate it in post. So you'll have okay, everyone. If you're listening to this feed, you're listening to the Chris feed. It's only me. If you're hearing, if you're hearing Maggie right now, you're listening to the Maggie feed. Chris, it's only sucks. Maggie. Chris sucks. Chris. Sucks. Chris sucks. Welcome to the party feed, fuckers. Oh, okay. Mine is a lot. Mine's more like um 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 dish soap scented podcast. I couldn't think of a nice mine, smell. Mine smells like um sparklers. <laughs> that is really good. That's a party. Sparklers and fresh apples. Oh, uh, we're in the heat of summer, and we're getting into the heat of um twilight. Uh, we're getting into we're approaching the midpoint. Um, I am team today. I'm team Leah. Today I am team um I guess I, Edward. For the first time. I've he been makes broken. a series of good points. He he makes a, se- <laughs> a series of good points. <laughs> uh yep. Let's get to it. Oh, by the way, my name's um, Chris, so write that down. You already said this is the Chris feed. Oh, well. Idiot. Oh. Idiot. The mean one. If you're listening to the mean feed, it's that mean girl saying idiot over and over. See you in a minute. Idiot. Welcome to Sparkle Notes. Your one-stop shop for notes that sparkle. In the sun. Yuck. Goofy, get out of here. I'm trying to host a Twilight podcast. Yeah, Goofy, My get Mickey out. Mouse Playhouse podcast is tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> Bye. And take your son back from college. Is his name just Goofy Jr.? No, Max. Goofette? No, Max Goof. Huh. Goofy is Goofy Goof. <sighs> and Max is Max Goof. Oh. Well, I learned something new today. I hope you did too at home, everyone. Signing off, it's me. No, no, we're just, it's Sparkle Notes. We're just starting. Oh, Lord. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, So, Chris, do you want to start? Since, spoiler for the audience, you did not read the middle chapter. I didn't read the middle chapter because Maggie said I didn't have to. The first chapter that we read, um, it opens up with here we go let's see if i remember what happened <laughs> so far jacob is running over to bella's house jacob's running to bella's house they do dishes and they do dish oh right and they do dishes and yeah. jacob's like bella what's it like having a vampire boyfriend and she's like it's pretty cool jacob's like come to my house later and bella goes okay i'll ask my boyfriend that boyfriend is a vampire it's edward and then Edward's like, babe, you don't have to ask me permission. Sure, let's do it. She's like, okay, I want my motorcycle. We find out he bought a motorcycle to ride with her, but he was like, it was stupid. It was a stupid idea. I, You just like to ride it with your friend. That's fine. Anyway, here's a helmet. Here's a jacket. Boing. 
he gets really turned on by her and uh, a safety first like motocross vest. And then they go to the territory line and there's a handoff. Yeah. Bella says, I feel like a seven year old. This time, Edward thankfully didn't say, but you don't look like one. Uh, you, I have something related to that, but I'm saving it for the end. Okay. Um, then the next chapter is all about uh, the Quileute tribe. So Bella goes over to La Push. They sit around a bonfire, and we learn all about the legend of the Quileute people as written by Stephanie Meyer. Uh, which is why I said Chris could skip this chapter because that's the whole chapter is this legend of how the tribe elders came to be wolf shapeshifters. And then she goes back home and she's tired. And then does she have a dream? She does, but it's like not it. even as as relevant as it usually is. She always has dreams after chapters. In her lore. dreams, she was cold. I don't know what to say. That's Ugh. she was cold. She just kicked off her blanket when she was sleeping. Yeah. Um the next chapter we're at um school and Alice runs up to Bella and she's like, OMG, did you know graduations in a week? Don't tell me, but I can see the future so I know what present you got me. Thank that you. That was great. Classic Alice. And Bella um almost dies when she realizes that we uh graduations in a week. So much so, Edward's like, uh, your lips are white. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's just all happening so fast. He's like, are you sure you want to be immortal? She's like, why don't you want me to be? Is it because you don't love me? And he's like, of course not. It's that I would be mortal for you if I could, and it makes me sad. He's like, but why don't you want to marry me? Is it because you don't love me? And she's like, no, it's because I just am a teenager. And he's like, oh, right generations between us have socialized us in different ways. But anyway, I do want to get married. Right. She's like, I live in the 21st century and it's embarrassing for me to date my high school boyfriend the moment we graduate. That's just not classy. Meanwhile, through all of this, uh, the murders in Seattle have been getting worse and worse and worse. And they've decided that it's a bunch of newborn vampires they also discover that someone stole all of Bella's clothes. They finally put that together. So they rush over to the Colons to talk to Jasper, who has expert in newborn vampires, to discuss strategy. He basically walks down the stairs with like a, a hand on a banister being like, I have a story to tell you and I know all the secrets of this murder spree. You said it in like a North Louisiana Carolina, draw. Louisiana, but I think he's like Texas. Mm. I think he's like, I got a story for you. And Bella's like, me? Even me? And he's like, yeah, you're part of the family now. Let's get going. And that's uh, the end. Whip crack, uh, tumbleweed. Ooh, 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 okay, this book ooh, would be better ooh, if it was Sylvester. Ooh, 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 ooh. Western fight music. Yeah. Everybody watch Winona Earp on Sci-Fi Sunday nights. That's Vampires and Western. Wow. Threaded that needle good. All we'll right. be back. See ya. Okay, Maggie, I do want to step back. And um, earlier I said I'm team Edward. Yes, welcome. I say that because I, I'm more team Edward than I hate Jacob. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I only know Jacob from the movies where he's mostly tame, I think-ish. The books, he be bad, Jacob. He's just shitty. 
He's just a shitty dude. Yeah. He's pouty and mopey and doesn't actually care about his friend as much as he says he does. And it sucks that Bella's nicer than him. Yeah. Um, the reason I like Edward is because at the very least, he behaves in a more mature manner by um, like magnitudes compared to, to Jacob. And that he's like, finally, he's decided, oh, I'm going to trust you, Bella. You can go and see your friends. Something he should have done a long time ago, but at least he's like, fine. In this chapter chunk, he reads Wuthering Heights, Edward, even though he hates it. And Bella opens the page he had left off on. And it's um one of the Wuthering Heights guys saying, uh, I knew it would hurt her if I hurt him. So I didn't harm him. But if one day I found out it wouldn't hurt her, I would kill him. Basically, about the other dude and right, his right. love. And so uh, Edward has a lot of that going on, and Jacob can't rise to the same occasion. Jacob can't realize, um, oh, if I cared about Bella, my friend, I want to continue to do things that she says don't do because it hurts me. So don't do it, please, Jacob. And he goes, yeah, but if I neg you enough, you'll love me. Yeah. It's uh, really not not exciting. He does um a lot of just a really like annoying boyish things that like the book posits are fun and i just don't i, I just, just can't buy in i'm not even sure if it is because even bella's like oh that's annoying <laughs> like, yeah it seems like i don't know maybe if i was reading this at a different time in my life i'd go you know he's like goofy and she's too serious she's serious and she should be a teen like him which she kind of says at times like oh i wish i could be more lighthearted, but also i'm being hunted by um, a cabal of uh, three thousand year old vampires, so it's hard to be like chillax. Yeah. So Bella and Edward do a lot of um, talking in these chapters, um, which sometimes wears on me, but I didn't wasn't nearly as annoyed by in these um, because they were talking about like things in ways that they don't usually, rather than talking about the same. I love you, I love you, I love you. The usual way they talk is, I love you so much, I'm going to kill you, I love you so much. And she's like, that's okay, you can kill me however many ways you uh-huh. want, Edward. And now they're like, okay, so we should have a plan on like how we Wanna set boundaries. Together. <laughs> when are we going to get married? It was like a boring conversation, but that is why I liked it. I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> We're no longer talking about how I really want to, uh, although he does talk about how he, he loves the sound of her heartbeat so much. And mm-hmm. I thought a little too close to talking about her blood, Edward. Well, we talk, I love, Bella finally asked the question, will you still love me if I don't smell? Yeah. If my blood doesn't smell good anymore. And he's like, what? Duh. And she's like, well, you've never explicitly said it. Yeah. So you thanks. always say, I love you so much. You're like wine that I can't stop drinking. You're like cocaine. I can't stop doing. I love you. So it makes sense that Bella's like, hold back. Let's pull the brakes here. Do you like me or you just get really like high off of me? <laughs> so she asks that. He says, "Why? what is really bothering you about uh, getting married and they both seem to really hear each other maybe for the first time in their entire relationship which was so okay, funny i i it's like they woke so up and were finally like oh i'm not horny for you in a teen way anymore i'm thinking about a life with you let's talk about it yeah and it's crazy i wrote down bella you're simply too slow you're not ready for this <laughs> um when edward was like oh i don't want to turn you into a vampire because you're going to lose your soul and it'll be my fault. And that upsets me. And then Bella's finally like, what? You don't, you don't want me to be a vampire because you're afraid for my soul. 
that's the reason oh i've been so scared it's because you don't like me or you don't want to meet me you won't like me if i'm no longer human and it's like bella since last book edward said i don't want you to be a vampire because you won't have a soul is this the first time you've listened to them say words but on the flip side Bella is like, I don't want to marry you because I'm a teenager and I have never wanted to be the teenager that gets married out of high school. And for the first time ever, Edward is like, oh, my Uh. gosh, (laughs) that stinks. I totally understand where you're coming from. I do still want to get married. Yeah, he doesn't fully um, cross the finish line on that one. But to be fair, Bella is like, I still want to be a vampire. So she doesn't cross his finish line either. So at the end, we're back to our stasis of Edward wants to get married. Bella wants to become a vampire. But they both seem to like say, okay, I'll do your part if you do mine. Yeah, nothing's really changed, but at least they're um, closer to reaching some sort of agreement. On the flip side, the craziest Bella and Bell word. Blood blood word. Blood blood word. Thing that happens. Blood word. Is that Squidward if he's a vampire? No, blood word would be like um, pulsing, sanguine, um, ox- oxidative. Uh, Keep going. Uh, red. Yep. One blue. More. Oh, blue, blue blood coming to Netflix. Never. Is when Edward gives Bella her ugly red helmet and padded jacket and she's like oh man i look stupid and he's like bella you look uh, sexy and And bella's like like, no what (laughs) and he's like yeah you look really sexy and then he like kisses her horny way he edward kisses her horny way (laughs) 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 um it gave it gave me big um Bella coming down the stairs in a long khaki skirt with a classic hair. Twilight moment, and, and which Edward, is the energy we've been missing from this book. Yeah, I'm missing the um, Edward is a nerd who's from 1918, who his image of a sexy lady is so covered up, covered, modest. It's perfect for uh, Bella's. I want to cover up and um, never show my skin. Oddball energy. Yeah. So in a way, they're matched in, 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 in that. Thank way. goodness they've taken each other off the market for everyone else's sake. I, thank God it's taken them um, about uh, 1,200 pages into this book series for them to, A, have one conversation <laughs> with. They listen to each other. Edward's like, if I found a love, that's not right. If I found you, I would have gotten married years ago. It was, it was odd to follow that train. Yeah. In this chapter, Edward buys a fancy Batmobile shiny motorcycle yes. to ride with Bella because he thought, I oh, was this would be a fun thing. I was picturing, um, we've been playing a lot of Mario Kart, and I pictured the silver horse. Yeah. Like chopper. It's like angular and like dense. Yeah, I pictured you know, like I pictured like if American Chopper had to make Edward a motorcycle. That's what he bought. Do you remember that show? Oh, we watched a lot of it. In our we house. did too. With the the son and the dad, who the son wanted new stuff and the dad wanted traditional stuff, and they would always argue. He wasn't on that show, but it seemed like Chumley from uh, <laughs> who from, is Chumley from Pawn Stars could have oh, been there. I never watched Pawn Stars, but we would watch it a lot. Audiences at home, audience says, are laughing at that poll. Okay. Um. My brother and dad used to always be like, one day, we'll start a brewery show, and Charlie will want to add all of his crazy ingredients, and my dad will be like, no, we'll stick to traditional ingredients, and they'll fight. 
But now I think it might be the opposite. I was going to say, I think it's the opposite. I know. I know. Um, What was I saying? Oh, Edward. Anyway, welcome to our American Chopper podcast called America is a Chopper. Oh. Okay. Chop. Chopped up. This American chop. Chop. Chop pod. Chopod. The American Chop Hod. That's good. Easy to search. Good SEO. Yes. That one. That's C H O P P O D. C is in Chop Pod. H is in Hop. I don't know how many episodes in a row we can do. Oh, it's in Op. Listen us right in if you like. P is in Pod. P is in Pod. O is in Odd. D is in D. Chopod. Uh, uh, I was. What was I going to say? Oh, I can't even remember. What We're, is this podcast about? I don't. Uh, is this a uh, undercover pod? Please let me leave <laughs> this prison you've constructed for me. Edward buys this motorcycle out of the blue, being like, "This will be fun." Gives me big um, Fifty Shades energy. Yeah, that he can pull a motorcycle out of nowhere that he don't forget in these chapters gets Bella into Dartmouth. But more than that, he, he alludes to a bottom to their wealth that it's not bottomless wealth because he says, she says, I can't afford to go to Dartmouth. And he says, well, we don't need another car, which suggests instead of buying a car, he'll have to pay for her college. Well, hate to hate to hate to go back to the text, but it's because Bella said, you shouldn't have to like pay for college when you could buy another car because he likes to buy cars. Still, I think it's an either or, which suggests they can't do both. I mean, they can, but it suggests that yeah, they yeah, can't. Yeah. Where do you think? I guess it's just when you're a doctor for 100 years. Or whatever, you have a lot of well, remember, they paid for her to get into Princeton also. Yeah. He hands her an envelope and is like, this is from Dartmouth. It's pretty thick. Like my acceptance package was. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, thick package. <gasps> I got really the opposite energy of Swaggy with the motorcycle where Edward was like, no, don't look under there. It's stupid. It's nothing. Oh, no, no he, he I'm got, embarrassed. He was pretty embarrassed that he did it. I think immediately he got it as a gesture. Then he, well, because Bella was like, great, I'm going to go get my motorcycle to return it back to Jacob's house. And immediately he was like, oh, I misread the room. This yeah, is the thing she, between you and Jacob. She fought with Jacob and rode it over. And he was like, oh, she probably is mad at her friend and will still want to ride her motorcycle. Maybe that's a fun thing she enjoys. Right. And he didn't realize that she only enjoys it because she likes Jacob. When did Edward learn how to drive, ride a bike? Because he's like, oh, vampire. I can. He's like, oh, I can. I'll be riding my motorcycle faster than you. And Bella's like, oh, I don't know. Well, it's a faster motorcycle. Sure, it's it's more expensive. You know what else I want to say? Say it. Maybe we like Edward more because he's like clearly now jealous in a sad way of Jacob and he's like he's like accepted that in himself so he's like you can do whatever you want with your friend <laughs> you know he's kind of kicking he's the dirt like, like I can't like, stop you I, I like wish that you didn't have this crush on your friend sort of or like reliance on him but I love you and I know we're gonna be together for eternity so whatever he's doing the thing we always like wish he would do if we just like what he kind of does that when he tells Bella in this chapter Bella's like, oh, being a vampire is going to be hard because I leave my human life behind. <laughs> Edward's like, well, you know, everyone you know and love is going to die, so it'll get easier after that. And she's like, ouch. And he's like, sorry, but it That's is going to happen. That's simply something that will happen when you're immortal. Yeah, it's going to suck to make excuses to your dad for 10 years about why you can't come home for Christmas, and, but then he'll die. But also, like, if you do want to see him, you're not going to have aged. 
and you're gonna have to somehow explain. So that. you can't. So you can't see him again. This so you're it. gonna say goodbye to your dad forever, and you'll be alive, and you'll know that one day he'll die. He's just somewhere dying, and then you're gonna go to his wedding. <laughs> his wedding. What? I guess, I guess he could get remarried <laughs> posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're gonna have to go to his funeral, but like you in know, all in black. Forks, it, in Forks, funerals are actually just like wedding. You know, it's a celebration of life. Yes. Not a, not 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 a, a, a dirge. The corpse wears white. No one else can wear white. <laughs> right. Flowers. You stack it up under a wreath of flowers in the coffin. Mm-hmm. And men stand on one side, and women stand on the other. And then, and then the the minister says, "If anyone here knows Objects of a reason that this person shall not alive. be dead." <laughs> Can anyone have a reason that he is alive? If a doctor says, let me check. No heartbeat. Okay. okay. All right. And then they just put, they shut the coffin, nail in the coffin, mm. and just kick him ruthlessly into a ditch. And then everyone just goes home. Yeah. It's pretty brutal after that. Well, first they say, for the first time ever, allow me to introduce <laughs> the, the corpse. <laughs> Of Mr. Charlie Swan. And then someone shoves cake into his dead face. Yep. Yep. This is a good mad Mad TV TV sketch. I'm going down a toilet bowl. Okay, he lost me. (laughs) Remember, flushed away. Ah, yes, where the rats look. The rats also. Handsome. (laughs) I was going to say that I think they were just thin. Well, they had human humanoid features. One of them was probably a nerd, which made him cute. They sort of look like the stick bug from Bug's Life. Yes. An icon in film. Yeah. Every every stick bug every, every well, every, a, every stick bug is precious. <laughs> but uh every uh, circus every character stick in- bug every time a stick bug is, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> right. Angel gets its sticks. Yes. Yes. Uh watch that Bug's Life. Did you ever play pickup sticks? Yeah. Only at my grandma's house. What a weird game we tricked. Well, what a weird thing we tricked children into thinking was a game. I think it was just like, hey, here's a here's a little pile on a table. That'll keep you Don't move for, the rest of the pile. Just sit quietly at this pile. But you can't move the black one. Right. There's a one pot one stick that'll kill you. One stick is poison. The rest can't be moved. Uh, it must be a surprise to the stick when you move it. It's, uh, and if it moves, it won't be so surprised. It's almost like the um um peg game at Cracker Barrel. No, it's more like 52 card pickup or marbles. 52 card pickup is a prank. Yeah, so is pickup sticks. <laughs> oh, I see. You just pour out a bunch of sticks on a table and you go, that's a game. And the same way you pour uh, every card in a deck on, a, on the floor and you say, that's a game. Yeah, or like catching snipes. Excuse me? Oh, right. We've been over this. On those podcasts? Maybe. maybe I think so. It's a game that, like, mean dads Dads. play on their kids. So they can drink at the the campground? Yeah. Yeah. And scare. And yeah. It's like drinking and scaring. Drinking and scaring your children. Listen, um, let's move on. (laughs) Okay, okay. Speaking of uh, campfires. Yes. La Push. Yeah, so this is the whole chapter that I didn't read because Maggie said, don't bother. So I didn't. So I'm here as a student of the text. Listen, it's long and... Okay, you have my attention. I haven't done any... I'm going to qualify this by saying I have done no research that I should have maybe into what uh, 
the real life Kulu tribe uh believes believes right. and like what their, what their history is oral like history is um but i can um guess that stephanie didn't adhere to it uh respectfully or at all or at all so basically this whole chapter billy and a few of the other Quileute uh council leaders uh tell a long story of how sort of Quileutes were spirit warriors and then eventually became shapeshifters and then passed that tradition along until vampires came and then learned how to kill vampires. And a woman, the wife, the third wife of this tribal leader, uh, was stabbed herself to distract a vampire with her own blood. So it was a human woman. The weakest kind of being. Sure. That Beneath really saved. Even a bug. Yes, that really saved the day. So, that was the moral in the end. And so then Bella falls asleep. What? I don't know what. What? What, what, are, what thematically are we getting? Is Bella that human woman? Is that the she idea? She says that she was left thinking about the power of that human woman. Oh, I see. This is supposed to add to her being like, should I stay a human? I think it's more so um, supposed to be like now when this lady vampire that we're going to fight at the end of the book comes, Bella I'm, is going to think, an idea I need to slice my thumb or whatever. I might need to, yeah, slice my face open so that face. the rest of my family is saved. Or you whatever. think her face. All I know is that this is the gayest chapter of Twilight yet. Please tell me more. Do you want me to read the text? Sure. I love It's about Kim. Kim. Interesting. A uh, character name who we haven't heard before in this book. A new Kim. You know when the, a new girl we comes to school? We have heard Kim before. Have we? Yeah, Kim's the one who had a crush on Jared before he imprinted on her. Oh. Jared's a wolf. Yeah. Okay, so Jared the wolf. Jared the wolf. Kim had a crush on him, and then he went home and became a wolf. And then when he came back to school, he imprinted on her, uh, and it was like her dream. Oh, the human. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is Kim the human. Kim the human. Yeah. The human woman. I guess they're hanging out telling you like stories, but not as like, hey, by the way, this is all true and we're really werewolves right now. So Kim wasn't like, oh, okay, I get it. You're all werewolves. No, right. Kim knows. Oh, good point. Because once they imprint. Oh, so yeah. everyone at the fire knew that people were wolves. Gotcha. So it was um, Billy and Jacob. It was uh, the Clearwaters, the mother, Harry's now uh, widower, widowed wife. Right. Uh, Leah and Seth, her kids, who will become wolves, I think, before the end of this sentence. And mm-hmm. um, someone else, oh, old Quill, Quill's dad. Oh. Quill, mm-hmm. all the rest of the wolves, okay. and Bella, and Emily. So gotcha. the imprintees, gotcha. Bella. Everyone who's on the inside circle. Everyone in the no. The no. And again, Kim is the one who had the best life where she had a crush on this boy. He came back the next day and he was even hotter. And he was like, by the way, I'll die if I don't kiss you. And she's like, oh my God, yes. So basically, Bella is describing how plain and boring Kim looks. Okay, well, I gotta I gotta prepare myself for this uh, reading. Okay. Chris is pouring. Oh, is that blood? All over his computer. He. Wa- I was going to make a joke about how he was drinking something gross, but reality became funnier. And what he really did was spill wine all over himself and his computer. 
Only a little on my computer, mostly on my pant leg. This is a repeat of the time I knocked over a cocktail on an episode. But we're not going to take a break this oh, time. Oh, no. This is, sit no, I'm sitting wet. in my mess. Yeah. Put my nose in it. I'm a bad dog. Bad wolf. Bella is describing how plain Kim looks. And then she's like, but then I really saw her boyfriend see her. His wondering eyes made me see new things about her. Wandering or wondering? Wondering. Okay. Wandering suggests like, he's looking at her. Not like, ooh, ooh, more (laughs) like, more like, oh, yeah. Um, How her skin looked like russet colored silk in the firelight. We'll get to it. Okay. How the shape of her lips was a perfect double curve. Her white teeth, how white her teeth were against them. How long her eyelashes were brushing her cheek when she looked down. Bella basically stares at her across this fire and thinks she's so hot. The prettiest girl she's ever seen. Because now she saw her boyfriend see her, which reminds me of when she was like, I'm going to flirt with Jacob by pretending to be Edward flirting with me. Bella loves to put herself through the male gaze. And then she's like, oh, ladies sometimes are pretty. And then she's like, oh, wait, no, that's me thinking it, not the boy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, like a, uh, she has a crisis. It's like the first time she watched a movie and she was like, am I staring at the women because the camera is or because I am? And she's not fully in the, she's only in one part of the frame, but it's like, she's all the frame. What? Also, eyelashes that touch the cheek are a grotesque to me. This seems like a normal sentence. What? Eyelashes touching your cheek? That's a three-inch lash, a full a full drag queen eyelash. No, it's down. like it's like the top of your cheek. My eyelashes touch the top of my cheek. Everyone, listeners at home, play a little game called "Do my eyelashes touch?" I have touch I my have cheeks? very round cheeks and very long eyelashes. Wow, I'm a cherub. I was gonna say you're a, a sweet little angel baby. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh. Um. I think it's odd. Okay. Also, her also Bella's continued description of people who aren't white. As russet as, colored potatoes, as, yeah. potato colored as potatoes, as leather folk is not good, Bella. I, I, I can't listen. I should have done reading ahead of time. I did not prepare to do what we should do in this episode because I am trash and wanted to instead uh, finish a book that I'm in reading for pleasure. Right. Right. Uh, which I did do, and it was really good. So I recommend reading Exit West. That's the book I finished today, instead of reading this for this podcast. Of- no, I read this chapter, but I didn't right. then do like... Your due diligence. My due diligence so that I could stand here and be like, here are the things Stephanie does wrong, because what I know... Deep in our bones. Is that she did a lot wrong. <laughs> she did a lot, zero. I just... Uh, we have this podcast and the conceit of our podcast chris and listeners at home is that right welcome to the inside meeting is that we want to enjoy these books with our friends the listeners and we do but it's important to say that there's no question but that stephanie meyer does the quillute tribe dirty in a big way this (laughs) and women yeah is this the the time to bring up last week the week before we, we said Stephanie Meyer, although she doesn't have a Twitter, probably a turf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, let's be real here. Stephanie Meyer's probably not. Uh, or she is. Look, either way, your silence is loud. Again, I'm going to say, repeatedly, there's a lot of just nasty 
coloring of the language. Yeah. It, we're reading this as a uh, cultural artifact of 2007. And we're loving it for that. Sure. Do we meet any of our other friends? Any, anything new? The Clearwater? Yes, there's some of that. So Leah and Seth are at the bonfire. Seth is really excited to hear the story. Is it a blue story. bonfire from the Driftwood? Probably, but it's one. not mentioned, and it should have been. Because I remember Bella in book huh. one was like, they lit a fire and it was blue, and I just stared at it for a long time before going to the it probably tide was. pools. Bella, that chapter, let's go back. That was insane. She might have been freaking high as hell. <laughs> she was just like having a good time walking through the woods, looking at just eddies in the water. Edwards in the water? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Seth's there, and he's like really excited about the wolves and stuff. And Bella is like, oh, won't it be sad? Maybe Seth will become a wolf soon, someday. But he's still pretty young. Right. Um, and then Leah is also there, and she's like stone faced the whole time. Yeah, that's all we know about them. But I had my suspicions on to whether or not Leah was already wolfing out. I guess we'll see. I guess they would hear her thoughts, but only if she's part of the pack. So I wonder if she could be wolfing out, unbeknownst to them, as not part of the pack. And then when she's, like, accepted as part of the pack, they start to hear her thoughts. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't we'll know. See. What I, I do answers. know is that I'm excited um, to get more of them. I liked um, earlier. And to get even madder at Jacob. Like, it's a righteous a righteous anger that I feel inside We're when I read the book. We're getting mad at Jacob these chapters. So that, and it spurs me on to keep reading. Spoiler, next week, it's going to be an hour and a half of me Yelling ranting. about Jacob. Yeah. I liked about this chapter is Jacob told us Quill was mad that Bella knew about werewolves before he did. Quill was like the littlest cute friend. And he's apparently he was like, wow, Bella knew this whole time and we hung out and she didn't tell me? Rude. <laughs> Which, yeah, you would be up. You would be like, come on, guys. All your friends are hanging out and they knew about this and they didn't tell me. And Bella was, yeah. Uh, Bella shouldn't have been allowed to know. Oh no! I guess did they ever? Did he ever tell her, or did yeah. she just guessed and he never? She said guessed, no? and once she guessed, he was allowed to tell. Okay, I remember read it how I he broke the truce. Bella mentions this. Yeah. Speaking of truce, um, we learn at the very end of this that the bad vampires are in Seattle. More, yeah. more, more murders. Now they think it's a serial killer, and finally the Colons are like, "Okay, we need to go step in. We, we should... need to kill these vampires before they bring the Voltori's iron fist down upon our territory." There was an interesting brief convo where Carlisle was like, "It's not up to us to step in to like handle and arbitrate all vampire violence or whatever." Esme's like, "It's really sad that people are dying." Edward's just like. I mostly just care because he doesn't want the, the his bosses to find out that there's a mess in his backyard. Because then they'll come looking for right, Bella, and Bella not the, has to not be not the most noble reason to save innocent people, but it's I guess a reason. Um, we still are not doing what seems like an easy A to B for me, which is like, oh, who's after us? The Victoria, one evil she's probably behind this too. Yeah, and instead we're like, before we do anything, we have to have Jasper tell a story to Bella. Why? Just to give her some. I'm some really more. tired of the stories. <laughs> it's like the dream. It's like every other chapter is another <laughs> character in quotes telling a story for the whole chapter. It's oh, we almost we basically had this here in this chapter with what I can only describe as the worst piece of reporting 
ever to be put. I skipped it. I that's oh, what I had to skip. I skimmed through it and let me tell you, it is I saw the headline and I said I will learn nothing other than slayings in Seattle. That's all I needed to hear. So Bella goes, oh, I looked at the newspaper and there's a, there's a, a story about Moitas happening in Seattle. Let me read it. And it's like a diegetic. It's like a piece of um, the paper stuck out and taped into the book. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull it up here real quick. Click, 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 click. Scrolling, scrolling. Oh, oh my, oh my. Did you know that about Cher? Maggie was just on her Twitter. I was on the Seattle website news oh, website. Um, the the headline was Seattle terrorized by slayings. Um, and then it's it's just like so funny use of the word slaying because that's like a famous vampire word. Um, but it's not even about. They that. mentioned Jack the Ripper as a as just a reference point to you know people who murdered Jack the Ripper did <laughs> in the Seattle Times. Do you think Stephanie's ever read the news? No, mm. she's never read. Um, this is the quick. Uh, uh, the selection appears random. The motive seems to be killing for no reason other than to kill. So why even consider the idea of a serial killer? And then they go on to explain why the cops think that this, there's a serial killer. Because they're being all murdered and drained of blood? The murders are all the same. The dis- there, uh, then there are the disappearances themselves. Hardly low profile by any means. None of the victims are what you could be what could be viewed as easy targets. None are runaways or the homeless who vanish so easily that they're seldom reported. What? That's a piece of journalism that happens in Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. Listen. We need to get your brother on to talk about the specific reasons why no Let's editor would publish brother this. Let's have my brother edit that <gasps> piece. Wow. And we'll post that on our Instagram. <laughs> Will he do it? Nobody no, knows. Probably not. But I was reading it. I was like, what is this like TMZ reporting on the seriousness of, let me tell you, 48 people. No, sorry. 39 people have been murdered in two months within the story. You and know, the I actually. Like, Why is it a serial killer? I don't know. They're not homeless. Someone we don't care about. Chris, I think you actually missed um, right after that. There was a poll that 57% of Republicans find that those 45 deaths are acceptable. Are acceptable. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Our leadership is working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say one more thing. And this is, I'm going to break one of our cardinal rules that we regularly break. She's going to say one more thing and it's going to be a spell. I just know it. In Harry Potter, when there are excerpts from the Daily Prophet, they're always funny. You know, they're like colored with like world building stuff. Right. It's like, meanwhile, in Tottington Court, Delphius Doge is setting off firecrackers that look like geese and they won't fly south for the winter. Right. You know? Sure. It tells you a little bit and more. And this is nothing. Th- no. <laughs> it was nothing. Maggie skimmed it. Or she skipped it. I skimmed it. We missed nothing. I thought it was very funny, though. Okay, welcome back. Hi. Chris. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> Me? What was that? It was a ghost. Oh, okay. But good. it exited. That was it exiting. Okay. Oof. Your body. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, everybody. But it's flying around. Oh, like all the flies in our home. Guys, we're like, um, the other week we asked you for connects. This week we're just asking for fly traps. <laughs> just please, house flies. It's fine. We're. It's not like we live in a bug den. We live in a nice apartment. We're very lucky. The cat is just not doing his. But job. the cat is not eating flies, and I, they're mating. 
Yeah. Janine, our housekeeper, not doing her job. Of eating flies. I was working in my room and she said, I just saw two flies have sex. And I said, you could have killed them. And she said, no. And I said, there are going to be babies. No, no, they're smaller and they're harder to kill. And they live, you know, for those extra couple hours. For at least eight days. So we know how flies don't live long. How long are they gestated for? Like, you fuck, and then how quick does a baby fly pop out of you? Is it like waking up the next day and you you have a zit, but instead of a zit, it's full of babies? Like scary stories in the hell in the dark when she pops a zit and spiders. And spiders. Uh, that- it's not a zit. It's a bump on your. Ow. Oh God. <laughs> Help. I always heard that when you're licking envelopes, you cut your tongue on the envelope glue, and then the bump on your tongue, the sore heals, but then it grows and grows and grows, and then it's spiders because there are spider eggs in the glue. What the frick? Yeah. Who told you this? This is another this one. This is a classic Maggie tale. says a lot of things, and I just chalk it up to she grew up in Texas. Texas tells weird stories. They have weird things. They have big malls where people sell tigers on the parking lots or whatever. No, that's movie theaters. Oh, right. There were movie theaters where I basically Tiger King came. Yeah, Tiger King happened. Um, But in the malls, they sold, I don't know, sunglasses, pillow pets, stuff you sell in malls. Sticky hands. What? You know, Maybe the- in like machines in a steak and shake. Sure. Um, Honestly, Texas a mall steak mums. and shake sounds great right now. Mums. Spring fries. Mummies? No. I know mums. The the door wreath that you put on your body. Body. Yeah, it's why girls in Texas have back problems. <laughs> Pretty good. Work work. No workers comp for high school girls. That's trying my, to go to that's homecoming. That's my platform that I'm running on. Listen. What are we doing in this podcast? Think, were we looking something up? No. Flies gestation Flies. period. Yeah. Neither of us went to do it because we saw Janine was doing it and then we were stalling. Um, We're guessing 42 hours. Four 24 two hours. hours. 24 hours. Okay. Oh, that's longer than I thought. I had a feeling it was like three hours. No, that's as much as it takes to get a pimple. So I was pretty right. Yeah. Ew. But I really thought that it was... Just a few hours, many, and that was going to be honestly shocking and impressive to me, but it's a day, so that's fucking boring. Yeah, that's the same amount of time it took Bella to get her whole baby. Pretty close. <laughs> what about, should we, okay, guys, tell yep. me on our Instagram if you would want to follow along to this. Sure. If we bought a tadpole and tracked its life cycle on our Instagram. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to see it grow legs and then arms and then lose its tail and then become a frog and then we would have a pet frog um no thank you didn't you do that in school nope we did butterflies we did monarch butterflies and we released them we did that too but we did tadpoles also and we got to all track our favorite tadpole and then we released those too did they all survive yeah whoa frog into frogs good for your teacher yeah i feel like if you put a bunch of tadpoles in a in a tank half of them will die what Half? That's nature, baby. It's a controlled environment. It's a tank. It's nature. Yeah, but there are no birds or fish. Famously, birds do peck around and eat tadpoles. What's the difference between the fish that crawl out of the water and a tadpole? One's a frog. Yep. I got it. Um, This is the part of the podcast where we talk about things that we can't stop thinking about. I've got one, baby. Hit me, baby, one more this one time. I have to find it. Okay. Listeners, let me tell you a story. Um, I'm still sitting in my wine pants. 
What is wine pants? It's one half your leg soaked through your underwear, soaked with um, a, a, a very nice French muscadet. Um, it's sticky, it's icky, it's a little bit slicky. That's redundant, all muscadet are French. That's redundant, because all I heard was, my name's Maggie, and I'm pretentious. And I would say, Maggie, already synonymous with that. And that's kind of why I love her. You know, she knows a lot of stuff. Here she is, still looking through her book. I'm going to start calling her Dewey, as in Dewey Decimal. Found it. Okay. Edward, oh, Chris? Yeah. Chris. Oh, I really thought we got away from this. Chris, I cannot stop thinking about when Edward says, you don't have to ask my permission, Bella. I'm not your father. Thank heaven for that. What did that mean? It means, thank heaven I'm not your dad so I can fuck you. It's in, it- in-, in italics. Thank heaven for that. I almost, I originally, I guess, yeah, that's I it, that's it. I read it. I read it as like, <clears throat> it would suck to have to raise you. <laughs> like, you're a terror. <laughs> that is funnier, but I think it's the fucking. Thank God I'm not your dad, so this is going to be weird. And it's not weird that I'm 188 years old, and I'm also and a vampire. And could be your dad. And I could be your dad's dad's dad. Dad. Yeah. Um, what I can start thinking about is Bella wants to get uh, <laughs> wants to buy Edward and Alice concert tickets because she like he liked a CD. He liked a CD once, and she's like, "Oh, they can handle being at a concert." I can't imagine them being at a concert. Why um, they go to high school every day? Not because they couldn't handle it, just because like you already said they couldn't handle it. Because like it's loud and they're cool. And Remember Alice's car music? Good point. They're fucking crazy. But my favorite part of this was that she forgot. She had dis- she's like, "Yes, I will get them these concert tickets." And then Alice says, "Great gift. You shouldn't have." And Bella is like, "What was it? What was it? What did I decide?" Because Alice I decide? can see the future, and then B- Edward's finally like, "You got us concert tickets." And Bella's like, "Oh, thank God!" Self fulfilling prophecy. It's like a great time travel movie. I loved it. Um, what I can't stop thinking about about it is that Bella's like, oh, I want to give him these concert tickets. I hope the ad in the paper is still running so I can find the phone number to call. <laughs> and then she has a computer. And she then- searched up before. She forgot what she's did. What? You have it. What are we doing? Chris, look how cute our cat looks. He's asleep. It's cute, though. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he really got distracted there. Well, he's really cute. Yeah. And your voice was really high. It was really high-pitched. Um, yeah. Because I was just really frustrated that Bella didn't want to just boot up her computer. Or compooper. Because it's so slow and dialogue. I did an intake of breath because I was going to make a joke, but as soon as you said that really stupid thing, I forgot mine, so. That's kind of That's a Adult Swim, man. You say compooper, and I forget what I was going to say, so the white man's joke goes on the t- <laughs> onto the screen again. Uh, a takedown of Adult Swim. Well, anything else? That's all I have. Yeah, these chapters are both on anything actually surprisingly that nuts other than the normal baseline. Except I didn't other- hate it, I you know, but I didn't love it. Other than I guess Edward being like, you're so sexy in that lumpy that was padded jacket. Crazy good. That yeah. was truly very yummy to my ears and eyes. We're approaching halfway through this book. This book, um, is a big one. Yes. There's going to be an extra episode this season. There's Thank so goodness. many chapters. Thank we- goodness, because I um, was worried that the flies would never get to hear. Well, let me tell you, the flies are swarming on us saying, you got to end this podcast. 
Um, if you want to tell us about uh if you want to see tadpoles or maybe the life cycle of some other animal, please say no. Uh, you can go onto our Instagram at Edward is a vampire pod. Um, if you want to send us a long form letter as why it would be wrong for us to raise a tadpole in a New York City apartment, you can send that. I can't think of a single reason. You can send that to us at Edward is a they vampire can literally, pod. Literally grow up in a bowl at gmail.com. A bowl. Yeah. We have bowls. I could grow up. We have up rooms in a bowl. for a bowl. I would be weird at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I would be very different. Because <laughs> you, every wall, you would try to claw, climb and you would slip. You don't yeah. even have frog grippy power. I would be a U-shaped boy. Do you My- think your legs would grow up into the U so you would just have to bounce along on your butt? Oh, uh, this reminds me of a, uh, if a you're classic a drawer, horror comic that I can show you. I don't ever want to see it. It is really grotesque. You would hate it. Um, If you are a drawer, please draw what Chris would look if he grew up in a bowl. And or the life cycle of a tadpole with Chris's face. Oh, both are grotesque to think about. But I want my challenge to you, make it cute. That is a big challenge. Welcome to Edward's in a vampire. Wait, wait, what? Edward's <laughs> Welcome to Edward is a vampire where our slogan is, make it cute. Me, okay. Like we say, designers. Everyone, let's m- make. Oh, wait, Risa, okay. <laughs> We're going to do the thing we always do at the end of every episode of this podcast. Bellerinas. Bellerinas. Make, Make it cute. I don't think you ever told them where to send their long form letters. I did. You just talked over me the entire time. If you want to save USPS, we don't have a post office box for you to send those to. But send somebody something. Send something Pick to Pick your Santa favorite Claus. Twilight quote. Put it on a postcard and send it. It's only 35 cents. To somewhere. Oh, I've been using for rougher stamps. Oh, that you're overpaying by 20 cents for postcards. Well, good. Yeah, good for us. If the post office goes down, it's our fault. You heard it here first. Um, I've got another thing to say. Okay, one last thing. Um, please go to mthg.org and uh, pretend that I did the research I should have done for this episode and put your new knowledge that I gave you because I did the proper research to good use by making a donation to the Quileute's fundraiser to move to higher ground. Yes, we talked about it last week. We linked to it on our Instagram if you want to see a little bit more or just go to that link. Um, If you want some uh, boosting to so maybe people will match you. If you just want to brag about what a good person you are, uh, tag us in your donations on Instagram and we will repost. We think it is an incredible cause and we support them. Yes. We will be back next week as always reading this book. So ballerinas, make, make it, it cute. cute. Run!